job. That was fun. Look at it. It's all pork chop on the top. Wow. Like, look at that. Yummy, the, yummy. That is the hard part because the that's pork so chop is hard. covering everything. Okay. Well, I figured there's an egg, a really nice egg in there. Lutan. Braised egg, right? The lunchbox that I wanted to get for you guys was a really cool one that has many different things in it, but it was totally sold out. I was super surprised. Um, but did you like the one that you did get? Yes, we did. This is a classic. That's so like, nice. this is the classic Thank you, pork Andrew, chop. Yeah, you're welcome. Dinner. Thank you for lunch. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs>
In the past, most performers in Beiguan troops were amateurs who lived in the same neighborhoods, or amateur farmers from around the same village who would practice together in their spare time. All the troop members would have been linked socially and would perform at their shared local temples or at one another's family functions. But industrialization has changed this pattern. With people moving off farms and into full-time jobs, these shared social links probably aren't quite as strong as they once were. And these days, there are even some troops made up entirely of professional paid musicians. Whether amateur or professional, Beiguan troops are far more than just performing groups. Being a member of a troop can mean having to abide by certain rules. For example, there are troops of northern and northeastern Taiwan. There, the split between the Xipi and Fulu subgroups is extremely clear. For members of the region's Xipi troops, there's a strict rule forbidding them from eating a type of crab called the horsehair crab. This is because of an old legend saying that the patron god of music their troops share was rescued as an abandoned child by a horsehair crab. Meanwhile, members of the Fulu schools in the region are forbidden from uttering the word dog for fear of offending their patron god of music, a separate god who's sometimes depicted as a dog. If they want to talk about dogs, they must use a substitute code word instead. The world of Beiguan music has also long been one of competition and even violent rivalry. Professor Jen says there are even stories from many years ago of police having to be called and cutting off electricity to make clashing troops disperse. This violence no longer happens today, and Ms. Jen explains that at its core, it never really had anything to do with music. Instead, these clashes were part of a larger pattern of feuds that plagued Taiwan's ethnic Chinese communities for centuries. Immigrants from the Chinese port city of Quanzhou would fight with immigrants from another port city called Jiangzhou up the road. And both of these groups would fight in turn with immigrants with a Hakka background. This was really all about access to the best farmland, good water supplies, and strategic locations. Beiguan group affiliation was just another excuse for people looking to get a leg up to fight one another. In Taiwan's northeast, for instance, where all the immigrants came from the same part of China, the split between the Xipi and Fulu subgenres became the reason for blows. Meanwhile, in central Taiwan, where this split wasn't so clear, people found even pettier reasons to fight. In this area, half of the groups used one Chinese character for the word performing troop in their name, while the other half used a different character. Records of fights continue into the Japanese colonial period, which began in 1895 and ended with World War II. While the violence of the past attracts our attention, Beiguan troops were never just rowdy men ready for a brawl. They were also musically competitive, and this more constructive kind of rivalry still remains today. Troops will gather together and take it in turns to play different pieces, which are written down in a kind of Chinese musical notation called gongchepu. Each group must play a different piece in turn, and none can be repeated. The group with the smaller repertoire who runs out of songs first loses. These days it's more common to make friends across band lines and learn from one another. There is still a matter of local pride, though. When different troops appear together in, say, a temple procession, the splendor of a group's costumes and other paraphernalia are a cause of local pride, and everyone from around their community will chip in with donations so that their troop will shine. 
The exhibit covers a small space, but there's a lot packed into it. It wastes no time immersing visitors into the world of Beiguan music, starting with a video showing performers taking part in a religious procession. Visitors immediately enter a reconstructed practice space, complete with musical instruments, statues of the gods that troops worship, and wooden plaques inscribed with troop names hung on the walls. Next, there's an overview of Beiguan music's place as the accompaniment for the theater, especially Luantan, the genre of Taiwanese opera we mentioned earlier. This part of the exhibit features a Luantan theater stage. Next, there's a closer examination of the music itself, featuring some musical instruments that you can actually pick up and touch. There are also musical tracks patrons can select, featuring both solo performances on individual instruments and Beiguan ensembles playing as a whole. Next, you get to see objects that the troops bring with them while on religious parades, especially the giant banners, luxuriously embroidered in colorful thread, or in some cases, intricately carved into wood. These banners serve to bookend one troop from the other. Large numbers of marchers carry these banners in between groups, providing space between one troop and another, and keeping their music from overpowering each other. Next are giant gods' costumes worn by parade participants. And then come interactive games. These include a whack-a-mole style game that lets people test out their rhythmic skills. You get to play along on a screen with a musical score and see how many points you can get. There's also a photo filter that will turn your face into the face of one of the giant god costumes that parades alongside Beiguan musicians. The filter even paints your face, and you can email yourself the results. The exhibit closes with a look at Beiguan troops' close connection with their communities and its egalitarianism. Unlike the quieter Nanguan, with its exclusive scholarly tone, Beiguan has no limits on who can take part or help sponsor a troop's banners. Even those traditional society might look down on can proudly contribute to fundraising for their local troops, knowing that the praise the troop wins thereby will reflect back equally on them. I'm Curious John, and I'll see you again next week. If you had to move to another country, what would you bring with you as a reminder of home? For one Malaysian student, the answer was a pair of drumsticks. I'm Andrew Ryan, and in today's Ear to the Ground, I bring you to Taichung in central Taiwan to meet a young drummer who's carried with him the sounds of home. An Ear to the Ground. I'm sitting on the running track at National Taichung University of Education, and before me, a group of college students are pounding on big, red, traditional Chinese drums. As you can tell, they're very well trained. 
That's Chen Wentian, a grad student from Malaysia and one of the founders of the Echo Festival Drum Club. He tells me that he's been drumming for more than 12 years. When he came to Taiwan after graduating from high school, he brought his drumsticks with him. And by coincidence, he ran into another Malaysian Chinese who also had a love for drumming. That's Johnson Wee. He's from Penang. Did he bring his drumsticks with him when he came to Taiwan? Nope. <laughs> he just brought his own two feet. So how did they start up the group? Wintian tells me that when all the freshmen were signing up to join clubs during New Student Week, he decided to start his own. It was the words of his drumming coach back in Malaysia which gave him the impetus to get started. We dream every day, the coach said, so why not turn those dreams into something bigger? So Wintian decided to put his dreams into action. He tells me it's not just about drumming. They combine body movements with the drumming, and it's a very strong and rapid style of music. He says it matches his bold personality. What's fascinating about the style of drumming is that it's based on the 24 solar terms, which are two-week micro-seasons. And if you look at the Chinese almanac, it tells you what you should and should not do during each period in the year. Wintian tells me that there are 24 drums, each one corresponding with a micro-season. He says the rhythms are inspired by the movements of the farmers at different times of the year. He gives me the example of someone harvesting a crop. He swipes his drumsticks along the side of the drum in a manner that looks like he's gathering crops. And another movement is called reaching for the stars. That one involves beating your drumsticks together in the sky. And then there's another one. This one is cultivation. He drums on his own drum and then on the one next to him, sort of like he's spreading out the seeds. Watching all of these different movements, I was curious to know how they got the inspiration to string them together in longer pieces. He says it's often difficult to compose when you're trying, you know, when you have the drumsticks in your hand. But sometimes when he's waiting at a red light on his scooter, the sound of his blinker might be enough to inspire him to vocalize a rhythm. And he tries to remember the rhythm as he races home on his scooter so that he can write it down before he forgets it. Being able to sing out the rhythms like this helps him not only to remember them, but also to teach them to his fellow drummers. <laughs> Wintian tells me that after he graduates, he and another classmate are hoping to bring their drumming to the next level. And what about that original set of drumsticks that Wintian brought with him to Taiwan? They're still around, he says. They're passed down to each new leader of the group. He used them when he first arrived, but now they have more of a symbolic purpose helping pass along the spirit of the founders to each subsequent group of students. With an ear to the ground, I'm Andrew Ryan.
hey, Ellen, pull yourself together already. It's time to feast. Sit down at the table with Andrew Ryan and Ellen Chu on Feast Meets West. Hello, welcome to the feast, and this is Ellen Chu. Can you hear me? It's so loud in here, Ellen Chu. Are you sure we're in the right place today? I turned down the uh, the the crowd sounds. Okay. Well, anyway, you know, a lot of restaurant now is having this epidemic of you know loud noises. Too loud. Have you noticed、right. that, Ellen Chu? I've noticed that the music is loud, the people talking is loud, kids talking too loud, you know, and adults talking aloud. Yeah, I mean, just like in all kinds of environments that make it impossible for you to hear what your dinner date is talking about. Right, and usually when I'm working, it's always Loud,、mm. so you know. Whenever I walk out of a place, I feel like my ears are just in peace and quiet. I love that. It's like, can we go home yet? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it gets tiring. Do you think that this is like something that is new, or do you think that loud restaurants have always been a problem? I think, I think loud par、uh, restaurants, not parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about, Alan? You <laughs> loud restaurant has always been a problem in Chinese culture. Because、uh-huh. Chinese people, you know, they talk, they entertain during、mm. like dinner time. But Western culture, I guess, you know, a lot of the high end restaurants they、mm. whisper, like five like, star、right. restaurants, and they're、yeah. like really quiet. But nowadays, you know, it's in a different tone, like tapas, you know,、mm-hmm. or you know, it's like a lively place. People drink and dine together,、mm. so it's kind of like getting boisterous too. I mean, there's something to be said for like people relaxing and not being too t- uptight.、Mm-hmm. But when it's so loud, you can't even hear what people are saying. It、mm-hmm. kind of it. I don't know. It makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I feel old when when I go into a loud restaurant. Really? I'm like, can you kids be quiet? <laughs> are you serious? Sometimes. Do you, don't you ever feel that? I think it's just you're really getting old. Oh no, Ellen Chu!、Yes. I was hoping you wouldn't say that, but apparently、yes. that's where we're heading with this. <laughs> exactly. Well, in today's restaurant, I mean, sorry, in today's feast. <laughs> <laughs> What is it with us? I don't know. We're going to be dealing with this topic of our restaurants too loud, and what are we going to do about it? Okay, so let's check our menu. All right, let's do it. So on our first course, we'll tell you about the growing epidemic of noisy restaurants. In our second course, we're going to test out the noise in some restaurants here in Taiwan.、Ooh. Plus, we're going to be offering some solutions if you run into a restaurant that's just too noisy. Okay, and third and final course, we'll be serving up some foods that are good for your ears. Oh yeah.、Mm-hmm. But first up today, we're gonna play a song related to our topic. It's called "Chao Noisy." Oh my goodness. By Su Da Lu. You can say that. You are very noisy. You are very noisy. You are very noisy. You are very noisy. I know you are, but what am I? You're <laughs>
Okay, so before we get into the topic, of course, we have to set the theme up. Facts、mm-hmm. about loud restaurants. Maybe some people don't realize until we brought this up. You know. That's right. You know, I found this interesting article in Vox. It's called "Why Restaurants Became So Loud and How to Fight why, Back." Why? Why? Tell me why. <laughs> I will tell you. Okay. Uh, so Julia Belu says both Zagat, Zagat, and Consumer Zagat. Reports <laughs> surveys have found that excessive noise is the top complaint that diners have, and that even comes ahead of service or crowds or even food issues.、Mm. So people complain most about the noise. Okay, so loud restaurants are a public health threat, especially for the people who work at a. Or regularly patronize them. That's right, Gail Richards. I know, me too. Yeah. I mean, we patronize them, but、exactly. we don't work there. Exactly. Gail Richards, who's the past president of the American Speech Language Hearing Association, said being exposed to noise levels above seventy to eighty decibels causes hearing loss <gasps> over time. Oh no! I、oh. think I'm going to be endangered. <laughs> I always work like you know places where it's like way past seventy or eighty. That's true. So not only do you patronize them, you actually host events at restaurants that are really loud. Right, and you know the music loud and the speakers loud. Everything is loud. Have you ever put in like earplugs at an event before? No, I have at concerts, but not at an event. Really? When you're hosting, it's kind of hard to have an earplug. Exactly, <laughs> and people are like talking to you, like, "Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> What did you say?" Right. But I think this is this is a problem that we should take it seriously because I have a friend who's actually like maybe thirty eight years old right now,、mm. and she's having her. You know, hearing loss. Really? Yeah. Like significant hearing loss. Significant. She has to wear like a hearing aid. Ready? Really?、Mm-hmm. Did she? I mean, can she pinpoint that to、uh, behavioral?、Um... She, the doctors couldn't, and she couldn't, and she doesn't know why either. Her body. I mean, physically, she's not sick.、Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any health issue. And the doctor just said that it's just deteriorating. You know what I just did? I just turned down my headphones. Okay. <laughs> I'm worried. You're you worried know, because we work in radio, right?、Mm-hmm. So we we're always listening through headphones, and I am a, a, I'm an extreme podcast listener too. So I listen like several hours a day with your headphones. With headphones on, yeah. I don't. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I haven't noticed any hearing issues. 
Oh, have I? <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know. You know, you have your volume up at 20 and right now. Maybe people are calling my name and I just don't hear them. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's mouthing things yeah. at me. That's so mean. So okay. in a great New York Magazine article about loud restaurants, Adam Platt points out that the great noise boom started to flourish in the late 1990s. Mario Batali uh, began pumping the music that he and his kitchen staff enjoyed working to into the dining room at Babo in New York. Oh, Babo. So it went from being a kitchen thing mm-hmm. to being a whole restaurant thing. Wow. Mm. So, you know, they felt that their ears are being like, you know, impaired. So mm. they might as well like share with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if we can't hear anything in the kitchen, you guys shouldn't be able to hear anything exactly. in the restaurant. So loud noise conveys energy and vibrancy. Silence can be unwelcoming. I think that's true. Sometimes it is true. If it's too silent, it's kind of awkward, right? You walk in and you're like, like uh, uh, I don't think I'm dressed right. <laughs> right. You know, you feel awkwardness. But the thing is that I think it has to be in a good volume. Okay. Mm. If it's like overly loud, I think, you know, it's kind of like, too much too much mm-hmm. good acoustics are very expensive too i mean you have to hire an acoustic consultant or an engineer even just putting in like a an uh, i guess an acoustic friendly ceiling mm-hmm. can cost fifty thousand us dollars in a restaurant wow wow that's a lot a lot of moolah mm-hmm. a shift in decor means that a lot of restaurants are housed in concrete boxes i mean it's very trendy so, right right to have like very minimal environment, right. concrete walls. But the thing is that all of the noise is like sucked up in your ears, right? Seriously. And it just Bounced bounces off. all around. Right. So you are in danger. You guys are all in danger. 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 Okay. We're going to play another song. And when we come back in our second course, we're going to offer some solutions when you run into a restaurant that is just too loud. Earplugs. Earplugs. Okay. I like it. Bring your fashion and stylist, you know, stylish earplugs except then you can't hear what your uh, dinner companion says uh, carl lagerfield you know (laughs) chanel and dior is gonna come out with their bling bling earplugs but but then you can't hear what your friends are saying it's okay then we all you know learn to do like lip reading oh that's the wave of the future okay you would look very trendy yeah and then people have to move their lips a lot when they talk it's either earplug or hearing aid Oh, well, we could do trendy hearing aids. I know. I think so, people with hearing so impairment need that. Or, okay. or we could just cut down on the noise. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Before, you know, for those children in our future, yes. people, you know, that they don't have these problems, I mean, kicked in yet. I thought you were going to launch into Whitney Houston. I believe the children are the future. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to. I'm giving you this op, okay? Let Come them on. hear and show them how you let them hear talk <laughs> hey you, you mess up all the lyrics wait you go for it i believe the children are a future teach them well, well and, and let, let them, them lead the, the way, way. Okay. show them all the beauty they possess inside <laughs> give them a sense of pride okay. i think we are creating the noise cut right it now. <laughs> <laughs> people are putting earplugs in as we are singing they're turning down the volume as we sing don't worry okay we're playing real music for that's you now. right we're not going to play whitney houston we're going to play a song called Erdo. okay ears. ears strangely enough this has an english title called deaf in love Mm. I don't know what the connection is, but it's by Lin Yoja, Yoga Lin. All right, Yoga Lin. Some solutions when we return in our second course. Okay.
亲密的关系像不像海底？看着温柔的草，美丽的鱼。屏息太久，一瞬间快不能呼吸。秘密会不会是某种氧气？有没有一种孤僻能被允许，当着最爱的人面无表情，躲在自己的世界混乱或沉迷，就是单纯的不想被感遇。翻望我的肩膝，我的心能不能顺便翻翻我的心情？我们有各见不同的心灵，所以有动线不同的。像嘴巴小了耳朵，就变得你只相信你猜测的。当感应在你我之间不再流动，该怎么说？没事，不代表活着。睁眼睛，笑了。You're listening to Feast Meets West. Listen, are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Dinner is served. Join Andrew Ryan and Ellen Chu as they sample their way through Taiwan's culinary delights. Andrew, I thought we said no more intestines. <clears throat> That's on Feast Meets West. Every Saturday, only on Radio Taiwan International, radio for refined palates. Second course. Okay. okay. So, 
We are going to give you some solution. There are apps that can help you monitor the decibels that you're receiving. So maybe after you go through this monitor thing,、mm-hmm. you're not going to go out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this on right now. I want to tell you first of all, 85 decibels, if you have regular or prolonged exposure that's over eight hours a day, it、uh-huh. can be hazardous to your health. That's 85 decibels.、Mm. 100 decibels, more than 15 minutes a day, risks permanent hearing loss.、Ooh. 110 decibels, more than one and a half minutes a day, risks permanent hearing loss. So, do you think, like, within you know, my press conference and my events,、mm-hmm. it should be over 100 decibels? Well, let's just record what we're doing right now in the studio, Ellen. Oh, my Ellen goodness.、Chu. We're talking normally, and it's just 78.5 already. 78.5. Okay. So the average is 76. The max is 82.6. <gasps> so my events must be over 100. And I'm exposed to it like <laughs> more than 15、hours. minutes. Four hours. Yeah. <laughs> So, what we're going to do is, I'm actually, I recently took this app、mm-hmm. and I brought it to a restaurant in Taiwan just to get a feeling for what the average amount in that restaurant is. And we're going to bring you that recording right now. Have、okay. a listen. Okay, I am standing outside of the、uh, restaurant. Uh, on a street corner in noisy Taipei, and I'm looking at my decibel reader, and it looks like it's hovering at right around 100 decibels. <coughs> the max so far, maybe caused by me talking, is 101.5. But、uh, we're gonna walk into this restaurant. It looks like a bustling restaurant from the outside,、uh, and、uh, it's a restaurant that sells noodles, it sells rice. It's, it's kind of a really par for the course,、um, good. Taiwan style eatery that's open like late into the night.、Uh, right now it's actually four o'clock in the afternoon, so it should be a relatively light time. But I'm looking inside and it looks like there are a lot of people inside anyway.、Uh, so we're going to walk in and see、uh, how it sounds. Okay, my dishes have come. I've gotten a、uh, Stir fried green. It's a water convolvulus or kongxin cai as we call it. Morning glory. Also, some braised pork、um, on rice. And I've gotten a this is a pineapple and bitter gourd soup and a little salty duck egg,、um, which has been boiled. That's on the side.、Um, I've been sitting here for about like maybe five minutes or so, and so far it looks like all. Of the、uh, noise level. The average noise level is below 80.、Um, and in fact, the, the largest noise is probably coming from the、uh, waiters and waitresses、uh, peaking out at about 87 decibels. Now, as you remember from our scale, you only risk hearing loss if you have prolonged、um, noise that's above 85 for more than eight hours a day. Um, so, we're doing actually pretty good in here. In fact,、uh, it's a little harder、um, on your ears if you're standing by roadside. So, that's what we have. Of course, if we're in a different restaurant at a different time of day, it might be a different story. Okay, so、All、as、right. you can see. And I will always love you. <laughs> Just with you singing has brought a max of 93.5. Okay, see? <laughs> I'm just trying to test it out, okay?
So if you want to download uh, an app and measure it for yourself, you can find a free app which comes from the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. That's from the Centers for Disease Control in the United States. It is absolutely free. It is called N-I-O-S-H. Okay. And it's a decibel monitoring app on your cell phone. So you can bring that with you everywhere you go. You can bring it to loud restaurants. And then what you do is you complain. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Solution. It's too loud. Okay. So one of the other things you can do, Ellen Chu, is you mm-hmm. can go uh, at a time when most people are not eating. So you go earlier in or the late. evening or later in the well, later might like be louder. When when they're closed. <laughs> people might be drinking alcohol and it maybe, might get noisy. Maybe you should just like, you know, put some earplugs, go and buy takeout and go home. That's also a very good option. Good solution, right? And That's you will what I do. No, no friends, no family. You'll be a loner. But you'll have really good hearing. <laughs> That'd be scary. Nobody to talk to or interact. But you have good, you good could, hearing. You could talk to yourself. <laughs> I'm sure you'll mice. hear yourself. Little mice in your house. You can call me Ellen Chu. Okay. You can talk. We'll, we'll each call each other right. from our homes. But you know, listening to the phone is probably like mo-type decibel. I know. Right. Put that ring down, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Or put that uh, that volume on okay, your phone so down. Can you, can you whisper? Can you whisper, <laughs> Andrew? Yes, we could okay. do FaceTime and we All could right. we could write we could text. We text with each other <laughs> and talk and whispers. Yes. I'm gonna have to boost the volume on this section because okay. it's so quiet. All right. Another thing you can do okay. if you don't want to be crazy silly is you can request a quiet table at a restaurant because restaurants do have quiet and loud tables. No, you know, I have an idea. I just have a light bulb that just popped out. All right. They can charge like a VIP little acoustic room, Mm. a box Uh where you can sit inside without hearing all the voices outside. (laughs) What about the voices in your head, Ellen (laughs) Chu? That can be kept in my head. Okay. I was going to say that's a different price. (laughs) You know, <laughs> that bourbon's kicking in. Yes, from last week. Uh, I have another glass here. Okay. We've decided we're going to drink every week on the feast. <laughs> okay. Another thing you can do is you can ask them to turn down the music. I have done this before. Really? I think I did it when you were there. Did they, like, stare at you? At um, Well, no, they actually, they did turn it down. They were a little annoyed, I think. Mm-hmm. But they did honor my request. Okay. Have the- you done this before? No. You're such a good customer. Exactly. Maybe my hearing's not that good. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it doesn't sound loud to me because this is how I always play the Mm -hmm. music. Yeah. Another thing you can do is, as we said, you can always um, complain. If you do complain and they get enough complaints about it, some restaurants will take other measures okay to reduce the sound all right yeah she's looking and at me like i'm drunk <laughs> no it's just like the next time maybe when you try to reserve for the restaurant you might not get a table they're like oh mr ryan i'm uh, sorry we don't have a quiet table booked. it's all booked today <laughs> all the quiet tables are taken right. <laughs> so but i think that the only time when i complain is when i can't hear the person next to me okay you know i would not normally if it's a loud maybe fun it's environment problem yeah, I, I rarely do this. Okay. I did have a friend who you also know. Okay. Who would do it every time we went to a restaurant. 
Who? No, this is too incriminating. I can't do that. <laughs> you can tell me when you, we're listening to a music. That's right. Let's go into a song, okay. and I'll tell you in just a moment. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is All this right. song called, Ellen Chu? I want to hear your voice. All right. That's a very appropriate song for our mm-hmm. topic, isn't it? Yeah. When we come back in a moment, we're going to have an array of foods which are good for your ears. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back in a moment. All right. 所以我看到的食物会帮助你的耳朵。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。OK。
Potatoes. <laughs> You're gonna have to trust me on that. Spinach. Mm-hmm. Lima beans. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Raisins. Apricots. Bananas. Melons. <laughs> oranges. Yogurt and milk. I mean, see, all these are really good foods for you to eat mm, anyway. Okay. Lots of nutritious benefits right, from those right. foods. Folic acid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Helps generate new cell growth. Studies mm-hmm. have shown that adults with low levels of folic acid in their blood are more likely to develop age-related hearing loss. Okay, so folate-rich foods include organ Ooh. meats. Ooh, spinach I can take. Broccoli, okay. Asparagus are okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Magnesium. Research conducted at the University of Michigan has shown that people pre-treated with magnesium, along mm-hmm. with vitamins A, C, and E, were protected from noise-related hearing loss. I Ooh, think I should take that. Okay, I think I need that too. Foods rich in magnesium include fruits and vegetables such as bananas, artichokes, potatoes, spinach, tomatoes, and broccoli. Can wow. I offer you a tomato? You know, so basically tomatoes and bananas are like, you know, in most of it. Mmm. We're both eating cherry tomatoes mm. in the studio. Mmm. Mmm. And also zinc. Zinc boosts the body's immune system Mm. and is also responsible for cell growth and healing wounds. So it's potentially helpful in warding off germs that cause the common cold and even pesky ear infections. Mm. Mm. Beef, pork, dark meat chicken, cashews. Cashews. Here, I have a cashew. Peanuts. Mm. And beans, Mm. flippies. Mm. And lentils, oysters, and dark chocolate. You should brought dark chocolate. Oh, I had dark chocolate, and I totally forgot it. Mm. I'm sorry, Ellen Joe. Okay. However, we have to be careful with dark chocolate because we have some things here that help with tinnitus, and also you need to avoid it if you have tinnitus. Do you mm. know what tinnitus is ringing in the ears? Oh. Do you get that ever? No. You have it? Yeah, sometimes. You do? Yeah. Right now, I have a little bit, Mm -hmm, but that could be the equipment in the room. So you want to avoid sugar. Mm -hmm. So with that chocolate, you want to make sure that sugar-free chocolate, which is no fun at all, Mm. if you ask me. Mm -hmm. I would still eat it, of course. So you have to avoid salt, sugar, sulfites, Mm. which are often used as a preservative for wine or dried fruits, and fast food. But you should avoid those anyway. Okay. Right? Right. Not just for hearing loss. You should exactly. avoid it like in general. Right. But Not things good for you. You can eat vitamin B12 and zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, so those include things like salmon, mackerel, red meat. Um, zinc-rich foods include yogurt, lamb, cashews. Again, have and another cashew. Chicken, okay. Whenever you read it, we have to pop it in our mouth. Pop it in our mouth. Yummy. Okay. All right. So that's our show on loud restaurants. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got out of that loud restaurant, Ellen Show. Okay. I'm yeah. glad too. That was kind of noisy. All right. So, hope our show is not too noisy for you. But yes. we do have our address, which is very quiet P.O. Box 123 199, Taipei, Taiwan. Email us at a n d r o o at r t i dot So, we're going to play a last song, but you know. We try not to play it too loud, but it's called Play It Loud, okay? <laughs> and it's by Black Eyed Peas. We might have a choice, Ellen We might have to play it loud. Okay, so uh, you put your earplugs on yes. and fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> okay, bye. All right, for BC Sus, I'm Andrew Ryan. And this is Ellen Chu. See ya. Bye-bye.
From a fruit market in Tel Aviv to a fish seller in Taipei, the people of our world are working hard to make a living. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz. In South Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.